Wiener. Still, freaking nervous. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia. Worked a minute ago and it didn't have the button on, but now it's written. You want to get it out? Who can explain that? Nobody can. Good afternoon, everybody. Yeah. Massive button is harder than people think. Well, it's it's the whole part of if you don't just do it every day, you have to come back in here and remember. You have to just remember. Exact same in order, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Welcome to the Shock Johns Live podcast. Today we got some special broadcast today, Hunter. We've got live updates of NBA playoff basketball for you during the show. Uh, this is kind of exciting for us. We're going to get to talk a little bit about a lot of stuff and, and see how the uh, the Nuggets are playing right now. They're hosting the Utah Jazz. Well, not hosting. Uh, they're playing Utah Jazz. And uh, that's funny. Andre asked me something about SpongeBob today. And there you go, posting uh, across it. Uh, I'll get into something later. You ever looked up SpongeBob's uh, address? His address? Yes, on his, on his, you ever seen his address on his driver's license? Uh, no, uh-uh. <coughs> it's the, uh, it's the same as, uh, Epstein's address. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't make that up. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're not going to get into that. 18-16, Nuggets lead. Uh, Jokic in the post with a little work. Finds a open shooter on the wing. Swings around for three in Denver. Wait. Takes a five-point lead. Wait. Are we, are we practicing for when basketball season yeah, actually comes around? That's the first thing we're going to have to do. Is high school basketball instead of football this year, honey? Isn't that going to be weird? That's weird. High school That's basketball. That's weird. I don't like North it. Okay, I'm North Carolina. I don't like it. But I will say this. I'm just happy that sports are back. You know, I'm just happy that sports are back. I don't know about you, though. You've been keeping up really with what this game has been so far. I think it's pretty – I'm pretty sure the first quarter is not even over yet. No, yes, yeah, first quarter. It is. I was going to say. Still first quarter. Uh, Denver might be about five right now, but they've not looked great. I don't think they've looked great. I pick them to win this series. But just what I've seen so far when I came in here and sat down, they haven't looked that great. And three-point shooting has been just a little bit lackluster for me. But Jokic just nails them right now. So <laughs> maybe if I continue to talk bad about it. Yeah, I, I walk down the hall and goes, they're not doing too good. They're up one. Yeah, they were only up one. But the reason why, to me, like that wasn't that big of a deal for me is because Utah doesn't have Mike Conley. They don't have Bogdanovich, who's out. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have a third person either. Right. And Mike Conley, even when he comes back, I'm not even sure when he can play. Because he, of course, for those of you that don't really know, Mike Conley's not playing right now game one of this series between Utah and Denver. And that's because his wife's having his baby. He's going to go see his son be born. You know what? And I understand that. Hey, I, I will never, never fault a player for doing that. I understand completely. But that is, I mean, you're already without Bogdanovich, and that's, and this is another guy that can get you a bona fide 15, 20 points a night in Mike Conley. And for Denver at one point to have only been up one, and I saw Denver come down two or three different times and come up short on the shots. I don't know. It was just, they just didn't look great. Sure, it might be a little bit of rust that they're still trying to kick off as they're trying to maybe take this a little bit more seriously, maybe during the eight play-in games that everybody was getting ready to do or the extended part of the regular season in the bubble. They didn't, they weren't really, maybe they weren't really trying, and now they're trying to get everything set up and, and get in playoff basketball mode, get that mentality going. But but I'm not really sure, you know. Denver on paper should be blowing them out without Mike, with Mike Conley definitely not being on the floor right now. That's another thing, you know, that I just hinted at. With Mike Conley not being here for game one and for him have leaving, for him leaving the bubble, when he comes back, he, he has to quarantine. And I don't know for how long they're going to force him to quarantine because these series are not long, and it would be outrageous, outrageous if the NBA told him he had to quarantine for 10 days because if that was the case, he wouldn't be able to come back maybe until game five if they play every other day. And that's just, and that's me just even guessing. That's me not even sitting here saying, well, if they're going to play today, then game two will be Wednesday. And if they play Wednesday, then game three will be Friday. And that is just, and that's me being pessimistic that Denver's not already up 3-0 looking to close it in game four. So Mike Conley, I'm telling you, they maybe should only allow, when he comes back, they need to just give him the test. And then when he comes off of the test, if he comes out negative, I'd just let him play. I would just let him play because there's no way that you would ask him a, a crucial part 
of this Utah offense, and especially with the playoffs starting right now, there's no way you could tell him he has to quarantine for 10 days. No way. Ooh, that was a bad foul. That's a bad foul by Michael Porter Jr. And that's another thing that I've seen so far watching Denver. And a lot of people are probably like, what? why are you talking about this game? Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally live right now in front of me. We are watching this. This is the first game of the NBA playoffs that it has taken them six or seven months just to get to this point. Usually they're done by now and football is around the corner, which it still is. But, so this is just this is what we have to talk about. It is a live sport happening right in front of us. But that's one person, too, I've been watching right now. He's just playing lackluster, and he's not attacking the basket nearly like they need him to for a 6'10", basically power forward, small forward, who can score. Michael Porter Jr., I know he's a rookie, but this is this is the big show, homie. This is this is what everybody's working for. You got to show up and got to play hard. I've seen many occasions where he's let Donovan Mitchell, who's like four or five inches shorter than Michael Porter Jr., box him out. He's not attacking the glass much to try and get these offensive or defensive boards, but Right now, Denver just has seemed to have found the hot hand from the three-point line, so it doesn't really matter. I, this is what I was expecting, though, early. I was expecting Denver to have already been out to a nine, almost ten-point lead right now. I was like, dang, Hunter. I mean, you got four quarters. I know. So if you win by each quarter by three, you win the club. I know that. So now they're on pace one by but, four, 40 but right now. I'm just going <laughs> to – yes, I agree. But I'm just telling – I'm just going off of what my eyes are telling me. Yes. I've watched Utah play in the eight play-in games or the eight regular season games, whatever, the bubble games. I saw them play in the eight bubble games. And their offense looked lackluster. And that was still with Mike Conley playing because I feel like with Bogdanovich not being there, that's really hurt them offensively. Well, now Mike Conley is out because he's going to see his son be born. And I figured, well, then this offense is really going to go to crap because Donovan Mitchell can't just carry him by himself. Sure, they have Gobert, but he's always in conversation for defensive player of the year, not offensive player of the year. So, to me, I was like, well, Denver, what, what, what's going on here? Why aren't you out to a bigger lead? Why is it a one-point game like this right now? Because I'm looking at this roster, the starting team out there right now for Utah, and I, outside of Donovan Mitchell, I couldn't tell you who can get you 20. I don't need it. If it's not Mike Conley, Carl Malone's not there anymore. <laughs> no, Malone's not there anymore. Mike Conley, to me, would have been the only one outside of Donovan Mitchell that could have got you 20. Maybe Gobert can get you 15 just because he's a big man inside, and he'd be the only one that could just get you high-percentage shots. But you know what he's there for. He knows what he's there for. He's there to disrupt and block shots around the rim. Jordan Clarkson actually hit this three-pointer right now for Utah. You guys are getting live updates as we watch it, too. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing, ladies and gentlemen? Aren't you happy that you're here right now? You get to listen to us over the, the bozos on ESPN trying to call this game. <laughs> Losers. Yeah, I want their paychecks. So. Uh, yeah, I agree. So Utah, I agree. Utah is the, I guess, well, you know what, Hunter? You can't do that anymore. Because Denver's a three seed. Why are they wearing their guards? But, you know, this is in... Yeah, there was a long, long time ago, maybe five years ago, mm -hmm. where the home team always wore white. Mm -hmm. But now, you can turn a TV on and not know who's home. No, who's huh. away. they have all. They have each team has at least six or seven jerseys, and they just wear whichever one they feel like that night. The Bulls have wanted started this stuff in the nineties with the black and purple jerseys. But you know, I, I don't mind a third jersey, but. And we get five, whatever, how many ever different jerseys. I wish what they would have done, though, for this series 
This has brought back the throwback jerseys. Denver's kind of wearing one right now, but I wanted to see the old Utah with the mountains jersey. Oof, that thing is tough, man. Back when they they were the first team to do the, uh, what's that print called? I'm not sure. It's not negotiated. Uh, plus it's freaking hard for it. I don't know. Anyway, there's a, there's a printing style you can do that. And uh, that's a, a jazz. A lot of teams kind of looked into that, went into that a little bit back and try to get graphically. The Pistons, remember, they changed their, their, their colors to teal. <laughs> for yeah, that was years. weird. And uh, that was. The Didn't they have Motor City there. printed on it? It was a piston with a horse on it. Yeah. It, it was a it was a weird I think weird time in, in Detroit basketball era. Um, Toronto and Brooklyn played next. Um, mm-hmm. I'm expecting Toronto to take care of that series. Yeah. Um, 6.30 tonight, Celtics and 76ers now with the, the Sixers uh, being hurt. Uh, ben Simmons being out, everyone's a lot of people are picking Boston to, to win that one easily. Yeah. And then a big matchup tonight, Dallas and the Clippers. Uh, can Dallas uh, upset the Clippers? I'm not sure. Um, I think they can beat them one, maybe two games. Um, yeah. I don't think they can beat them four times. I don't know if they'll get them early. Now, this would be a completely different game if you were if this was not on a neutral site. If this was home and away, I would say Dallas would have to steal one at home, but I don't think they could take both of them. So then they would have to steal one on the road, and I don't think that the Clippers would falter back at Staples, so, but right now, it's anybody's game. This is anybody's game, because it is neutral side. There is no, oh, shooters uh, and players can get built up by the crowd noise. Yeah, these Everything you guys right here are, are big on crowd teams. Oh, yes, especially Denver, especially Denver being able to play up in the mile high. That is always an advantage. Um, also, what people have to realize, too, is because I've actually had somebody ask me this multiple times. Multiple people have asked me. They said, so the noise that we hear on television, because fans aren't there. They said, do the players hear that? I said, no. No, the players don't hear that. That's simulating, and the networks are what are pushing that sound. <laughs> the players are just hearing each other cuss at each other and the squeaks of their shoes. That's yeah. it. So, so there is no crowd noise to get them built up, and I think there might just be a DJ there who plays music, but, I mean, other than that... If you're in a shooting slump, sorry, buddy, if you're in a shooting slump, there's nobody to try and be like, come on, you got this. Everybody at home is screaming that, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all on you to break that break that shooting slump. Today, this game, I mean, I, I, I had Denver winning this series regardless. Mm-hmm. I just think that they had more talent, and I've said it a couple times through the show, just the loss of Bogdanovich to offense for Utah is not looked the same, but... What I really need to know is how long are they going to make Mike Conley quarantine coming back from being out of the bubble? Because I don't know how they had this NBA playoff scheduled set up, uh, but if it was me, it would just be every other day for these teams. Because you're right there. There is no travel that has to be put into place where you need to put two or three days in between just so a team maybe can travel and get to their hotel. Hunter, if it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. They're doing it every four, other day. Four games a day. Oh. That's right. what I, that's, they I usually, like. They usually that. don't make. They no. usually don't do, do. We usually don't have no complaints about something like that. No. Hunter, four games a day through Sunday uh, before I got on the schedule. Okay. Good. So that now brings me to this. 
Do you think they will force Mike Conley to do a 10 a 10 day quarantine for leaving the bubble? I don't know what they're I don't I don't know exactly how long they force players to quarantine out of the bubble. But I mean me and you can do the simple math right now. If his quarantine is to because he's not even back from the bubble yet. He's missing it today for the birth of his son. So, say he comes back tomorrow, and he's got 10 days. He's missing Wednesday's game, so he's already missed two games in this series. He'll, yeah. he'll yeah. miss Friday's game. That'll be three games in the series. And who's to say that Denver won't already be up 3 0? Yeah, I mean, they might sue. And Mike Conley won't even get to play in the series. That's why I think if he comes back tomorrow, you just test him tomorrow and the next day, and if he's, if he's negative, let him play. Because he's going to be, he'll be an X factor. I'm not saying he'll be the reason that Utah wins this series because I think Denver does it regardless. But he might be the difference between a four game sweep and maybe going five or six because he'll be that extra 20 points on the four for Utah. Is that Joe Ingles? Yes, Joe Ingles. Oh, he's shooting that. Look, Jokic got in space. He does look so unathletic when he puts 30, the ball on the floor. 34. 28, Denver leads Utah, second quarter, 10 minutes to play. Um, I'll pull up the uh, box score so and just a little bit. I'm still waiting for the secret weapon to be uh, imp implemented. Oh, you imp believe Bow Bowl will make an appearance? Oh, he's going to play. Yeah, I would, you know, honestly, Hunter, I wouldn't bring him in until you know. <laughs> Just keep winning games and we get down and bring, it, bring him in. He would be, think about, think about the crowd factor Bow Bowl would have in Denver. Well, he would be the same exact. It would. Let me put it this way: it would be the same exact reaction that Boston gave Taco Fall when he came in. Yeah, big seven six Taco. Yeah. It didn't matter. Like he might. He didn't have to be spectacular. He didn't. Taco. He did not have. That is a big Taco, isn't it? Man, I wonder if he could. Well, no, he probably can't get a copyright on Taco Tuesdays because LeBron tried and he didn't even get it. And that and that made no sense. At least Taco's his name. I think there's a. There actually is a mixture of what's in it, but oh, that looks surprising. They're making a killing. They're making a killing. Uh, the Joker. Um, right now, looking across the board, he's got ten already. Man. Uh, he's good. He's already hit a deep three too. Clarkson's got eight off the bench for Utah, and Ingles has seven of the two lead scorers for Utah. Utah Jazz, and uh, there he is again, Julian Clarkson. Or you want to talk about a player that is not afraid to come around a screen and just shoot? Jordan Clarkson. Doesn't matter if there's a hand, two hands, three hands in his face. He is not going to shy away. And that, of course, is you know, some people would say is stupid of him. He's just trigger happy. But at this point, you got no Mike Conley. Outside of, you know, I've said it before, and I feel like I just keep saying it. Outside of Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, who's getting pointy? And if you aren't shooting, then you have no opportunity. Ingles better do it today. Uh, they got O'Neal and Morgan Sharp. Never heard of anyone. Uh, yeah, I just uh, Utah. Quinn Snyder. I don't know how he's coaching. How he's coaching there. Uh, so up to up again today. Like I said, let's give you the schedule real quick for NBA, and then we're gonna get into some other stuff. Uh, we'll keep an eye to see if Bulldog gets in the ball game. Uh, that's next Monday. Yeah, Hunter, the whole first round is, is four games today until his team starts getting knocked out. Um, so today, again, uh, So essentially, this should all end Sunday. Like, this week of, of games should end Sunday or Monday. Yeah. 
two weeks. Just every other day. Right, right. I, I was just thinking. Now, if it's, it's a sweep, it'll end Monday. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, the, if yeah. the higher seed obviously got the sweep, then yeah, they're going to be sitting pretty for a solid week. Yeah. Even when I'm, anybody sweeps, will have a couple of extra days uh, of rest or, or gentlemen sweep. So after that, again, Toronto and Brooklyn's next. Boston and Philly, and then Dallas and LA. Tomorrow, uh, the Magic and the Bucks, uh, Heat and Pacers, Thunder and Rockets and Trailblazers, and Lakers of the nightcap, which everybody I'm sure will be looking to play. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, uh, Hunter, how do you th how do, what do you think real quick about the way they, they schedule in these games? I love it. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait, what do you mean? The East Coast teams play in early. And the West Coast teams play late. Play late, still, even though, even though they're all, they're East, all Coast time. East Coast time. So that means the East Coast teams got to play at 1 o'clock every day, and the West Coast teams get to play at night and get prepared Well, that's all day. not necessarily true, though, what they did with this game, though. These are both West Coast teams, and they're, one, and they're the Well, what I mean by one thirty game, really, 2 o'clock. Until Sunday, mm -hmm. Every game, every nine o'clock game this week is West is a Lakers is a is a Clippers or Lakers game. That is just because they know how to get eyes and ears. And then Sunday, Clippers move to three o'clock, and this game will be Game Four uh, Sunday night. So the Clippers or Lakers play nine o'clock every night. Listen, even though <laughs> during the week, even though I don't like this network. They had a lot to do with this. Well, there's they're on all kinds of different networks too. No, they are. You're gonna have it's gonna be like NASCAR. You're gonna have to chase the networks. Uh, TNT, ABC, ESPN, Brooklyn and Toronto is even gonna play a game on NBA TV. No, because <laughs> not everybody gets NBA TV. Not right. Brooklyn and Toronto is playing two games on NBA TV. God. Why would they do that? <laughs> they just screwed. Them. Why would they do that? <laughs> They've screwed those fan bases that don't have NBA TV. Right. Right. Seriously. I, I don't Maybe understand. They just don't want the Nets to be See, on that's TV what I don't understand. Spots. I don't understand why sports leagues do that. I understand if you have what is it, NBA League Pass, and you have NFL Red Zone, that is owned by them. That is their own network. That's their own channels. So you can go there and get every game. But I don't understand why they would exclusively put a game or a series on a channel that requires a paywall. That makes no sense because to me that's like you're you're well, kind of ESPN, you're, you're you're playing so selective on who can watch the right. game then. ESPN and because um, ESPN TNT are technically paywalls too though. You have to buy those tiers, which are most are the most well, common tier. Of, I was about uh, to say of, of everything you buy, but it's still it's usually e usually regular ESPN. I'm not talking ESPN two. Basic ESPN, TNT and TBS, you know, the ones owned by Turner, mm -hmm. usually those are ones that are in the base package, like you're saying. You're just going to buy the cable box, and guess what? You're going to be able to watch it. Now, you're talking like NBA, NBA, what was it? NBA, what is it called again? NBA TV? NBA TV. Oh, let's say NBA TV. ABC gets three games. ABC, and ABC is usually in a base package, too. But ABC you can get on regular television over the air with the antenna. If you, if you, if you wrap yourself in enough tinfoil, you can get ABC. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, those are the stations I like. Like like with NASCAR this week, it was on regular NBC. Mm -hmm. So I could watch it. I don't if I don't have your cable cutter or cord cutter, 
and you don't have these these channels, the regular channels that you get over the air are priceless to you. So like yesterday, I got to watch the the race with no problem. Mm -hmm. I'd have to go to somebody's house, look it up online, um, and, and, and you know the, the ABC games, those are important. That, uh, I guess what, it, what makes me so mad is like that the fact that NBA TV is still like it's not new, but it is new. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not a. It's not like it's it's. It's very selective. Not everybody is just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to pay for NBA TV just so I can watch the NBA playoffs. Like, so if you're in Milwaukee, oh, like Milwaukee is playing Orlando, there, there, there's another NBA TV on Monday. Is it because their series you think are going to be bad? Like you think they're going to be blowouts? I don't, I don't know the reason. Because think about it. They're trying to get what people to buy the channel. What was it? Toronto, Brooklyn was the other one on there. And then... Toronto and Brooklyn's on there twice. So they're on there twice. And Milwaukee and... Orlando's on there. Who else is playing on NBA TV? That's it for right now. That's it. For this season. Okay. For the first round. Well, then, <laughs> but, that's essentially them saying those are just bad. But there's but there's a bunch of all the games that are to be determined. Some of them still don't have network uh, television set up. It's whoever, it's whoever offers the most money. I, if, if it be, it's I probably a bidding war. I don't know. Well, but I don't understand I that because even the regular playoffs, like before obviously COVID hit, I'm talking just last year's playoffs, there were barely any games on ESPN. They usually run it on TNT or ABC. Like Turner's got their rights to it and ABC gets it. ABC, if I'm not mistaken, is where you have to go to watch the finals. Yeah, you should be able to watch the finals. I think that, I mean, part of their antitrust rule hunt is, is, is that they have to Look, you've got to be able to watch the championships on regular TV. Mm -hmm. like, you, you can't put that on a, a TNT. Yeah, you can't just put a paywall through it. Uh, I think you, they have to put the finals on that. So, um, I don't know. <coughs> that just that just seems so dumb to me because then, like, if I was a part of that fan base and I didn't have NBA TV and I really wanted to watch that series, I'd be kind of upset about it. Sure, there are probably other ways you'll be able to see it. Like YouTube television, but even then, that's a subscription. You gotta pay for that. Illegal streaming sites. Eh, you're taking a risk there for some viruses, but I don't know. That just seems dumb to me. Why they wouldn't keep it? Because what else is going on at that time? Seriously, that's the only game being played that day during that time slot. You can't put it on one of the other major networks. It's it's not competing with anybody else. What are you scared? It's gonna cover up horse racing? Hell, I don't know. What's bit? What it? What do you think is gonna draw more eyes? Eyes right now on TNT? Them showing maybe for the one thousandth time one of the Transformer movies <laughs> or playoff basketball that should have happened four or five months ago. I believe playoff basketball it is. Jumper with a jumper over go there, no good. They didn't even leave his feet on his shot over. Have you ever have you noticed that? Have you noticed that with Joker though? He doesn't leave his feet on his jump shot. Uh, and he's still got an overgo there. He's probably the best shot player. But he does Jokic has got a lot of dirt in his shot. I'm not saying he's in cons as consistent as right. him. But the shot behind the head, so you can't really get there to try. When you contest it, your hand's not right there to try and get the block. Right. And, he, block and he, but he never leaves his feet. And if he does, it's that one foot. He just lifts that one <laughs> foot up like the dirt lean fadeaway. He just lifts that one foot up yeah. and just fadeaway shot. I mean, he hits it though, and God, he puts so much art on it. So you see guys like Jokic at seven foot. So you're allowed to to do that at seven foot. Mm -hmm. 
So if you're a, but if you're a wing hunter and you have all those moves and everything, let's say you're just not athletic enough. And Joe Ingles is out here balling trying to show them different, but what, what I'm saying is that it's frustrating to someone, you know, you can have all the all the fundamentals, all everything, and, yeah. then, and then the coach or, or whoever will, will put in a kid younger than you that just, he's athletic, he's fast. Right, you know, and I don't understand. Okay, he's going to dribble off his foot or throw it out of bounds in two plays. <laughs> but you saw that play right there. I don't understand. Man had him beat to the basket. Yeah. He, that was the easy layup. He turned around and tried to kick out the joker for the three-point line. Excuse me? Whatever ha what happened to basketball for that for somebody settling on a high percentage shot? That was a good shot by Donovan Mitchell. Didn't the Hornets miss him? Oh yeah, they could have drafted Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. They could have drafted Joker. Yeah. They could have drafted a lot of players out there right now. Absolutely. But guess what? They didn't. They didn't. Mr. Jamal Murray. Mm. Cash. I don't think he's okay. Didn't have control of his dribble. To me. To me, I, I had a buddy of mine, I was talking to him, I was like, look, the team that's going to be dangerous, because we've sat here and we've talked about it for these playoffs, the team that's going to be dangerous is Denver because of how talented they are. He looked at me and he said, yeah, but when it comes down to it, he says, I know what I'm getting with the Lakers and I know what I'm getting with the Clippers. He said, if the shot, if the game is on the line, who do I want taking the shot? And he's like, it could either be Kawhi, Paul George, it could be AD, LeBron. He said, when, when, the, shot's on the, when the game's on the line, who are you going to go to with Denver? And I told him that kid right there. I would take Jamal Murray to take the final shot for Denver. Well, somebody says that, Hunter, your response should always be Robert Orr used to take all Kobe and Shaq shots. <laughs> that's but Tom really doesn't that's take all, even the last shot no, anymore. He finds no, somebody. No, do. They pass it to somebody in the corner to blame somebody else and say they made the right basketball player. Play this, this way. But to me, I, he's so underrated. How many, how many game winners did, did Taylor Chat make in the finals? I bet Robert Horry made more. The only one that's always remembered is when Shaq jumped, jumped up on like a board. Over four people and just slammed it home, but he's oh, just was bigger that, than everybody. That was when they were cheating. Uh, that was against Portland when they were cheating. Uh, when Donahue was refereeing. So Donahue was refereeing and calling calls. Like, ladies and gentlemen that are just, you know, tuned in and watching us as we watch. They're <laughs> watching us as we watch this game. But I'm just saying, if you're not able to watch this game right now, you're really missing out. Because this is the one thing I think that hurts Denver. They're small market, so they don't always put them on prime-time opportunity games during the regular season. So you don't really know about their star power. I'm not going to name it. I'm not going to call any of them Do superstars. we have to pay to get our – do you have to pay to get your virtual heads on those? I think so. I think you have to pay, and it's like – I don't know what the price is, but I would pay and put my dog's face on there. <laughs> Some people do. Yeah. But what I was just getting at is because we don't get to watch Denver, and the only reason I know this is because I've caught Denver when they've played one of the, like, the L.A. teams, maybe one of the big East Coast teams. Jamal Murray is slept on. He's, he's slept. He's not flashy. He's not outspoken. He's not showing up in Russell Westbrook-type gear to a bat to before he plays a game. He's just He goes out here. He can hit the three. He can dribble inside. He can shoot free throws, which is something that it seems like nobody can do anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just complete. So, Quinn Snyder was yelling and playing to the rest while he was the whole free throw time. I, I just assumed since he was from Duke, he was asking for a, a, a charge and a flop or something. <laughs> and somebody. Oh, that was the play, y'all drew? 
I mean, I tell you what, Mitchell committed to the play. Yeah. <laughs> they drew a pick and roll alley oop and he tossed it up. It somehow ended up back in their hands. But, uh, with about four minutes to play in the second quarter, Denver uh, leads Utah. Folks, so the playoffs have started. We're ready to rock it out to go. And uh, it's playoff time here on KTC. Uh, Denver has yet, they got a 10 point lead. They've yet to need to put in the secret weapon. So. They're just going to cruise, I guess, here. <laughs> I guess Bobo is not going to make an appearance. <laughs> Possibly not today. He may be the human victory cigar. What are you saying? <laughs> when you're winning or losing, he comes in on a lot. Maybe. Uh, Sports Maybe. Books, it says, are showing no clear-cut NBA favorites. Before you bet. I told uh, somebody the other day, said, Kevin, why, did, why would you bet on Denver and Toronto? He said, no, nobody else is picking them. I said, just answered your own question. Yeah. Keep betting on you, know, you bet on Lakers, the Clippers, and, and Boston. That, that's where all the betters are going to go. Mm -hmm. You bet on those second, third tier teams. If you want to you want want some money, want to make the money. Yeah. 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 Just watch where it goes. I'm telling you, nobody's going to pick these teams. But well, is is how the playoff lined up? That it's going to take just getting to the to the conference finals for the Lakers and Clippers to meet. Yeah. Okay. Then I. This is going to be crazy. I don't think one of the L.A. teams gets there now. Because one of them is going to run into Denver on the way. That would be the Clippers. And that's not going to be the easiest. And the Lakers have Portland and probably the Rockets. I, hell, I don't know without Westbrook playing. That's a toss-up now. That is a toss-up now. Because they also said, like, without him playing, but, but they don't know when he'll be back. Like, they don't know if he'll even be back for the series. So the Rockets, Thunder is the closest on the bets uh, in the series. Nuggets and Jazz is the next tightest series, according to the sports books. Uh, then Celtics, 76ers, Heat are the Pacers, Lakers over Blazers, Clippers over Mavericks, and the biggest blowout. Bucks over Magic, of course. Not surprised. Not surprised. Oh, oh, I skipped over the next biggest blowout. I'm sorry. Raptors over Nets. So, but, but, so you, if you want the biggest blowouts, betting wise, Bucks, Raptors. Bucks over Magic, Raptors over Nets, um, Clippers over Mavericks, Lakers. Actually, over Blazers has a fourth best odds, honey. That game, the Lakers and Blazers, to me, I thought this was going to be a really close game. But I was driving down the road today, and I was, what I do usually on my way here is Colin comes on at 1, or at 12, I'm in class until 1, so I only catch like the little bit I get to listen to him while I'm on my way here. But he made a very good point. I didn't think about it until he made the point. The Blazers have got to be dead tired. Because out of anybody else in the bubble, they're the only one that had to play one extra game. What if they're the only ones that are warmed up and on point? Uh, that could happen, too. <laughs> that could happen, too. You know, uh, we, you we, can look at it either know. way. You, you can look at it that. either okay. way. Because it just depends on whose season ended what day. But they did. They are the only team that did, in fact, besides Memphis, who had, got to go home, though. They are the only team that had to play an extra game. Were any troublemakers caught getting chicken wings? No. Okay. None of them pulled a Lou Williams. So we're I was caught getting chicken wings. <laughs> so we're, but, right. we're good on that. Right? Yeah. But I don't know. It's 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 interesting because you can look at it this way. So we'll look at the guard play for the Lakers and then Portland. Portland has the biggest advantage. Guard play. Wing wise, the Lakers have the advantage. 
Because they got LeBron. At this point, I'm still taking LeBron over Carmelo. I think people have done that for years, but he's the more complete player. And then you look at forwards. The only thing, forward-wise, I would give it to the Lakers because I'm only looking at AD. I got a stat for you on that. I'm only looking at AD. But center-wise, I'm going with Nurkic. Jared, this year, Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter. Oh, he's awful. He's only average of three points. Dude, he's awful. He's, he disappears. He scored two points in the national championship game mm -hmm. in college. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, and, and, and Hunter, you know, you talk about people's decision making. Yeah. Who's got one eyebrow? <laughs> I mean, if you don't show up in the fourth quarter of games, you don't show up in the national championship game, you got one eyebrow. I don't know how I'm supposed to count on you to carry me in the playoffs. You know, if you remember LeBron, you know, he's got some great stats, some great games, some great series. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, he's needed whoever number two and number three was to step up and, and play well, if not better than him, uh, in a series. And I'm, I'm not sure you're going to get that from Davis. Davis is one of those guys that seems to me, Hunter, when he's playing against a guy he knows he's better than, or just wrecked house. kind of shrinks. Oh, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. when he plays a guy who's not that good, yeah, yeah, he dominates. He knows he can dominate him. He knows he can't deal with him. But as soon as he gets any type of pushback or, or well, haven't you noticed? That's why he play. He doesn't play in the paint. Yeah, he plays the he plays mid range of, to perimeter. Any type of like, well, he has to try hard or try harder. It, mm -hmm. it, it seems to not come through at all. So what I did is I just wrote down which team I believe. Like, I did Lakers on the left side, Portland on the right side, and then I did basically this. So, to me, Portland's got the better point guard, they got the better shooting guard, they got the better center. So there's, and I just did this based off of the five starters. Five starters. So that's Damian, CJ, and Nurkic. I think they're better than the Lakers starting point guard, shooting guard, and center. I think you could agree. And then, of course, the Lakers, I think, have the better power forward in Anthony Davis, and they have the better small forward in LeBron. And so what I did is this. Anthony Davis and LeBron themselves can go for 30. So what I did is I put them both at getting 30. Let's say they get 30. So that's 60 points between the two of them. So Damian Lillard can get you 30. I went and, and, I, and what I did is, then is this. So if Damian's going to get you 30, CJ can get you 20. So there's 50. Well, guess what? Nurkic can get you 15. 220. So even if you add all those up, it's 65 points to 60 points produced by the Lakers. Portland, to me, has got the edge when yeah. it comes to just the start, who their starters are. To me, like how Colin made the point, because I didn't think about it, will fatigue actually hit them? Because they, they have been, they couldn't do what the Lakers had the option to do. Like how you said and how Terry said, you don't really know how hard a lot of these teams were playing in these eight games. Well, Portland had to play hard every game because this that was the deciding factor on whether or not they were going to even be in the playoffs. So whereas the Lakers could be stupid rested because, I mean, they didn't try hard at all, and then Portland has exhausted all this energy just to get here, and then what happens to your guards? Their legs give out. They don't last as long during the game, so the three-point shot's going to go down. I don't know. That's that's just going to be a. I think that's going to be an X factor in this game. Outside of who I think is going to be the X factor, who who decides who wins this series as Nurkic. So 
I think Nurkic is going to be the real deal. I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what was it? Yeah, like 20 and 20 the other night? Yeah, matching up. Um, looks like Pope and Danny Green are going to have to guard Damian Lillard and McCullum. And Danny Green is old. I know you like Danny Green, but he is old. He's a good defender. Um, his shot comes and goes. When he's hot, he's hot. Um, Pope, uh, he's going to have to guard Lillard. I mean, LeBron's, LeBron's not guarding Lillard and McCollum. I was about to say, who is going to guard him? Because it's one thing to say you have to guard him, but can he guard him? I don't know. Well, then you got LeBron and Carmelo. And neither one of them really play defense, so they both might score a decent amount of points. And so Anthony Davis will be guarded by uh, Nurkic, Collins, and Hassan White. I think Anthony Davis, depending on which one of them starts, I... If he's going to stand on the perimeter, too. I'm guarding with Carmelo. True. If he's not going to go into paint, I'll just put Carmelo on. They can stand in the corner together. If you were going to just say what <laughs> not big man, each what, other. if you were just going to say what big man would you put on? Yeah. Uh, I think Collins. I'd put, I guess I'd put Whiteside on him and just say you got six fouls to sign. True. Well, that's what Give I would. Hail. That's what I would have said hail. with Collins. I think Collins' feet are a little bit faster than Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if AD does want to try and you know take get the catch, maybe pump fake a little bit, try and jab step him. I think Collins can stay in front of him. But it doesn't matter. Nurkic is eating up everything inside. JaVale McGee will be down there, sure. Dwight Howard will be down there, sure. They're both seven-footers, or at least Dwight's like six-footer. D12. But Dwight's still like six-foot-eleven. Nurkic is a true seven-footer, and he's thick. I mean, he can box out anybody and get these boards. I saw him do that to Valanchunas with one arm and just reach back and grab something that was behind his head. So I think he's going to be a big X-factor. I think that's what really hurt the fact or that really that's really what put Portland in that position to have and try have to try and fight so hard to get into the playoffs. Is they were just without Nurkic for a majority of the season. He just wasn't there, you know? And that's that's just really tough. That's really tough. All right, Denver about two minutes to play, leaving by twelve here in the first quarter. And see now Denver is doing what I expected Denver to do. If they end up winning by 20, I'll be fine with that too. Cool. I get it. But I just needed them. I guess it took them just a little bit longer. I was waiting for Denver to flex their muscle because they are the one that got, that gets left out of the conversation for possibly making it out of the West. Because all we've talked about, and I'm, and I'm at fault for it too, is one of the L.A. teams. I know I'm at fault at it because I think the Clippers are just that good, and I still think they will get out of the West. But if Denver gets their P's and Q's together, they've got just as much talent as the other teams do. Absolutely. Minute 24. Joe Ingles hits that three. Nine-point game, nine game now. Denver is yet to need bowl ball as they cruise. It's my analysis on <laughs> Murray. Oh, he got close. Oh, that was a great move, though. That was a great move by Murray. They've got some solid players. They really do. And one thing that I know why a lot of people won't choose Denver is because they are they are young. They're very young. Jamal Murray is still young. The only one out there that really has veteran leadership because even Jokic is young. He looks old just because it's how he looks, but he's young. The only one with veteran leadership out there is Paul Millsap. Uh, other than that, this is just a very young team, scrappy, um, nice, nice, beautiful, 
finger roll air ball. Yeah, was like, I think that was Grant. I think that was What's like that Grant. Grant. Yeah. Just Liz Murray coming up with the big steal. To oh, grab yeah. your hands. Here we go. Oh, my God. That was a bad pass to Michael Porter Jr. I mean, this is going to end in half, though. 16 seconds. Uh, Joe Ingles is going to come up. They tried it. Um, that was awesome. That was god awful. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that lob, <laughs> that, that lob was so far behind Porter Jr. Look at Donovan. Grant. And he closes it. Seven point game going into the half. 59 52. Grant, air balls a finger roll. Yeah. They somehow get the turnover to come back and it ends up in his hands and he goes to throw the out of the And the best way I can describe it, he tried to hit the rafters. Yeah, <laughs> they went straight up in the air. It was high. <laughs> it was high and he didn't. He did not lead Porter at all. He just threw it behind him. Oh, that was just... You know what? I'll give him an A for the idea and F for the execution. Yeah, it was definitely an F for execution. I'll tell F you this. Total value is the hardest thing in the world. What's well, a timing thing? Because, like, the best way I could, I could compare it, Hunter, is throwing a passing football. So... And you, you, you're and you're right at the time of thing because you have to lead your receiver. He has to be able to jump, be able to dunk a basketball, be able to catch it, all in one motion and mm -hmm. at the right time. Mm -hmm. Now, with that said, if you get a guy that can jump out of the gym, he can make your alley oops a whole lot easier than what they than what they really are. Yeah. But, but the time, like Vince Carter, Hunter, he, I. Ed Cota threw one off the backboard one time to him, and he did, it wasn't that wasn't the pass. Yeah, like he just he threw it he threw it too early. The ball hit the backboard. Carter caught it off the backboard coming from the side and dunked, still dunked it. Like it is, Cota's probably the best alley hooper maybe I've ever seen, and Carter he can make it. The, even the bad passes is good. And that's, it, it's such a hard thing to do, just to throw that pass. And <laughs> it's funny when when the pros kind of mess it up a little bit. I think it, but that was that was bad. And then he airballed a layup, and then he threw a bad alley oop pass. Like four points on. Like I'm looking at this right he now. He blew four points in like six yeah. seconds. I'm I'm looking at this right now, and, and this is what I meant. You know why I think the Jazz were going to struggle. Donovan Mitchell leads the team with 19 points. Joe Ingles has 10. Great. Gobert has 8. Whoever this Morgan guy is at the small forward position has 0. And O'Neal has 3. Jordan Clarkson is doing something good off of the bench with 10. But you look at the Nuggets, and every single starter has points. Mm -hmm. Jamal Murray has 14. Jokic, 13. Craig, 6. Michael Porter Jr., 8. And Paul Millsap at least has 4. And you're getting Jeremy Grant. It's either Jeremy or Jeremy. Because there's a, he has a brother. Um, but he has eight points. Morris and Dozier got three. So it's like, you know, I'm just looking at this. And like you can't have one of your starters in a full half not have any points. That's why. And Jamal Murray, even though I think Joker is the leader of this team, Jamal Murray's the one that with the he's leading. He's plus nine on the floor. Plus nine. I got three turnovers. Got to clean that up. Where he's got two assists, though. Defensive rebound. Nuggets have five guys that have played the combined five points. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Plumlee with nothing off the bench for Denver. But other than that, everybody else is put. Uh, Buggets on the board, even off the bench. Uh, 
Grant even with even after he totally just 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 crapped the bed on the last few plays, still has eight points and positive and a plus minus of zero. There you go. For you plus minus folks. I mean, I'm not a big plus minus guy, but I understand the concept. I do too. Uh, of what they're of what they're saying. To but me, I just look like, at turn. I look if you're turning the ball over, it's just gonna be a problem. But I mean, if I put Jordan. In, Four chickens on the court, like his plus minus is gonna go down. So like, yeah, you can you can look at it. I think it's a it's a it's another it's analytical stat. stat. That's another an high analytical. But it's stat. something to me like that's almost in the war department where you're putting if you put too much weight on it, you're gonna get caught up in things like hey, who's the team in the top Your plus minus is garbage. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You got no team teammates after ain't no good. It's not gonna. Your plus minus don't matter what it is. So yeah, I, I always the, the way I like like to kind of look at it as a basketball player, honey. You know, even when I, you know, if I go to the park or whatever, I beat my guy. Mm -hmm. it, it's y'all get beat by your guy. It wasn't my fault. Right. I scored eight. He scored four. What'd y'all get? True. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's my philosophy when I'm playing at the park or, or, or somewhere else or you know, in, in, in any other type of ball. I win my match. You got five matchups on the court. If you win three of them, you should win the game. Mm -hmm. Unless you're getting blown off the court by one of them. So, you know, I, the, the, I, I, just, I, I just think they, you know, the matchup-wise, sorry, I'm double trying to listen to that at the same time. Um, yeah, I forget about that. I'm just trying to listen to that. All right. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go seven points at halftime. All right, hold on. Let's move over something else real quick. Um, did you catch any of the race yesterday? I did not. Uh, NASCAR yesterday. Uh, we'll talk maybe more Wednesday or Saturday. Um, they uh, had the race in Daytona mm -hmm. on the road course. Mm -hmm. And it was... Kind of exciting, kind of not. The cars that were near each other, it was good racing. Okay. Um, Chase Elliott has, has got has won the last three road courses he's raced on. Um, I don't know what he's Maybe doing. He's different. got it figured out. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing different, but he's doing very well. And um, Jimmy started eleventh, got to got to sixth or fifth. And then some cars ahead of him had some issues, and the way that so Hunter, when they got the segments, they don't they don't do the seg they split the segments up by number of laps, basically not by how much your gas will run out. So sometimes the segments don't match up with your gas windows. You understand what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so yesterday in the first and second segments, cars were pitting early. Because another thing with the course is that the course took about a minute to get through. You could come in and pit and not lose a lap. Mm -hmm. So some some tracks you can pit. Like they'll be at Dover this week and they pit, they might lose two laps. Mm -hmm. um, there's some tracks, because of how big the track is, Talladega and Indy, that you have a chance to get on pit road during green laps and not actually lose the lap. So what happens is when, they, when that segment comes up, all those guys that didn't pit have to pit. Well, yeah. that's where you end up. Up at your foot. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the strategy yesterday. It was a cat and mouse game with the first couple of segments. Jimmy came into the race 26 points behind William Byron. He beat Byron by like five, four or five spots, three or, four, three or five spots. 
But Byron won, got higher and won, he got more points than he won at the end of the stages. So he ended up, Jimmy gained one point in the whole day. So he, he finished third and ended up getting gained only one point because of the stage points and how, the, how it worked out. So uh, Kurt Busch wrecked, Kevin Harvick spun out three, two or three times. Um, I thought Hunter, they didn't have, get this, I'm trying to think to the end, I don't think they did. I, I'm 99.99% sure, you know, you really want to say it, that they did not have a single flag for a wreck yesterday. They just kept going. So in the road courses, that's what you do. Unless there's something on the, the track, track, yeah, the guys are basically have to. So you just got to make it back up. Yeah, Harvick had the most unbelievable. He spun in about turn two or three. Went through the grass and he backed into the corner as cars were coming. Like there's no way anybody's gonna hit him. Mm -hmm. Every single car missed him. They all he ended up backed up into the corner hunter and they just all went around him. And the joke was uh, that Harvick was trying to be the cheese cone because <laughs> they were going I yeah. up and down. Mm -hmm. and Go left or right. Well, Ronnie Childers even quoted that it looks like everybody chose the highlight this time. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So no no green flag wrecks. Of, of, of car when they did wreck or something they spun they wrecked by themselves yeah or they or, or they ran out of uh, or, or they wrecked in, like in, they spun out off the track Kyle Bush wrecked late with about six laps to go uh, he was already four or five laps down because he broke the rotor and then his whole back end of his car whatever broke it blew both tires out so that's rough. <laughs> He had to uh, crawl back to the pits uh, with, with, with only two tires. And that was hard. That was weird watching him drive. Yeah. Um, at the road courses, also, Hunter, if, if it rains, they 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 still race. They will not race under lightning, but if it rains, they will race. So they had a thunderstorm come up during the race, but it lightened, so they had to stop the mm -hmm. race, and it never rained once. It went, it went over them and lightened all around them and thundered. It didn't rain on them. Mm -hmm. and so they actually didn't get to put the rain tires on. So that was a big discussion going into the final pit stop is whether teams might go ahead and put rain, rain tires. tires if, you're, if you're running 15th to 20th, go ahead and put your rain tires on now, mm -hmm. and then in five laps, when all the other teams have to pit and put their rain tires on, you're still you're sitting up out front because of the road course. Obviously, um, position is, is, is extremely important. So anyway, after all that, Jimmy ended up starting uh, third the last two restarts. Uh, ended up in the second position for a little bit. Denny Hamlin's car was just too strong. Um, it, it seemed all day he had a little bit more than Jimmy did on some of those. Um, I was actually predicted Denny would win, I think I did, this weekend. Um, and then Jimmy came in third. It was it, it was close. What he didn't do, Hunter, was he didn't race this time. Um, well, he never does. He doesn't. This would have been the chance he could. Uh, I sent the text out that he should literally just be say, whoops. Right. So they went into turn one. Mm -hmm. He was third. Hamlin was in the outside row in the front row, and then and then Jimmy was right behind the leader. And so to me, once you got down to turn one, I would have bumped the guy in front of me, which was his teammate, which is why he wouldn't have done it. Bump Chase in front of Denny, make Chase ride up the track where Denny has to ride up at two, and then slide below him, and then, and then get out of there. But Jimmy didn't, and uh, he ends up not, of course, not winning his 
his race again. Chase Elliott does. So what we have left is two races this weekend in Dover, which is Jimmy is Jimmy's favorite track. Kevin Harvick's really good too at those tracks. And then next week we'll have Daytona again. We have no idea what will happen then. Uh, Jimmy's 25 points behind Byron. We gotta figure out how to beat his teammate. Uh, with that 25 points, Hunter, remember he was disqualified for a race after uh, a, a, a part or whatever was found that wasn't right, and then he missed a race, missed a race for the COVID. Yep. And uh, so still compete. 25 point, points out. That's, I mean, he basically lost. We lost the first one. He lost 30 points. Um, so he would be in it now just, just on that. Still compete. Not even talking about the girls. So glad to hear for him. Kyle Bush wrecked yesterday. He hasn't won a wreck. Hey, you, me, and Danica Patrick all have the same number of wins this year as Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Bush. I know. You could even text J Jesse that one day. Say, hey, Jesse, I got the same number of wins as you, Kyle Bush, and Jimmy Johnson this year. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, you buddy. Got the same number of wins. Yeah, don't feel bad. It'll turn around. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we all finish the season with the same. Big fat goose. Y'all have like a. I know this kind of going off the river. Y'all have like an old teacher or something, a family or something who would know about it. He said, well, she's got as many wins as you do. Yeah. <laughs> you Probably. But I don't think that'd be a good conversation. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't think you think that pretty well. <laughs> You're like, hey, man. Yeah. Come on now. All right, I'm going to go through some of these uh, highlights, Hunter. Uh, while we're doing this game here, CSL cancels the 2020 season. Financial yeah, I saw that, and that that doesn't surprise me, and it's only because I've seen it buzz on Twitter. I've seen the buzz around the CFL players. I know people are thinking, do you follow CFL players? No, it just pops up on my, oh, look at this. You know how Twitter does that, ladies and gentlemen, if you have Twitter? It's like, oh, look, you would you would be interested in this. It would show me that, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, whatever. But a lot of players were saying that this might not be a season because the CFL is quoting that there'd be financial losses. And I guess it was, it would run under the same aspect of kind of what the XFL ran into. You know, they just wouldn't be able to make the the money back up that they would need to be able to pay the players. But I'm not too sure. It, you know, the CFL has been where it is different than the XFL. It has been around for like years. Okay, it has been around every bit know, of the 20, 25 years. You mean to tell? No, it's been long. It's been here longer than yeah, 25 plus they, years. They save up any money. I was going to say, you don't have a rainy day fund? <laughs> Hunter, you're, you're beginning to find out that not everyone has a rainy day fund. And you're also beginning to find out the ones that do are unwilling to use it, mm -hmm. i.e. the college uh, athletic departments. Uh, they're just, they're embarrassing. 1958. Yeah, poof. Okay, yeah, they've been around for a hot minute. It's been 62 years, and they haven't saved up enough to, to go one year. I don't understand. I just don't understand. What's the same thing that we've said about, like, why does college athletics pull all their money just from football? What football makes? That's bad management. That's bad money management. That's just bad business. Yeah. So, I don't know, dude. It's it's strange. With college and high schools, you know, a lot of things they have to do is, is cowtail as far as Title IX goes with female sports. Yeah. Why do you do you have any thoughts on why we haven't seen male softball? 
and male and female baseball, or just anybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, well, why is there not? I don't know. At some point, it would seem like to me those two sports. So softball has adjusted by going fast pitch, mm -hmm. and and the baseball wants to play seven innings instead of nine. I don't know. I just you know a, a lot of people hunter as adults play men's softball. Yeah, never play it in high school yeah. or any other way until you just get to. Until you just want to join that church right. league. And my my daughter right now can kick baseballs as good as my son can. Mm -hmm. So why would I want to put her in a softball league as opposed to a baseball league if she can play baseball? Right. I don't. I don't. I I, I played with those two girls growing up that that played uh, in our little league. One of them ended up being a point guard at Mars Hill. She played basketball. I'll pick on her because I taught her everything she knows uh, as far as living wise and everything. But um, she could have played on a baseball team, mm. second base, with no problem, I believe. Um, I say, they, you know, they, they, they make the case that we're used to. I don't know what to do about maybe strength or, or something. But in baseball, mm. I don't know if you need it. Yeah. How many high school kids are hitting that? No, no. Oh, not at the, at the high school level, not me. At best, when practice, same thing at charitable. I would say on a daily average, we had one, two, three guys that would hit one out in practice. Five to six that could if they got lucky and smoked one. I yeah. was one of the five or six that could if I got lucky. But three guys we had the hammer, but the rest of everybody else, nobody hit <laughs> ball out of the park. How many home runs you see in girls softball? You see a few. Not a few. Men, but just say if you had men's high school softball. <laughs> in the fall. <fight. laughs> and then and then the women's baseball and I guess in the I guess they play just whenever just whenever. I just wonder why well, that's the same well, thing why, why you why it never got crossed over to baseball. It always stuck to something. Well, you could say the same thing as why don't why don't schools have men's volleyball teams? Yeah. Do you know some of the guys that could have played men's volleyball? Absolutely. Look at it. Men's volleyball, for God's sake, is in the Olympics. Yeah. But you don't. I don't even know how you would get guys together to practice. That's, for that. that's what I'm saying. Is the are are are, are Olympian volleyball players starting off in college? Do they just play intramural in college? I mean, I rarely do I ever hear about the men's volleyball team at, you know, like Charlotte or anything. I don't know. And none of these schools have beach volleyball. The only place that I've been to that, like, that I've visited is because I went out there to visit my buddy was BYU, and they, they held their volleyball team to a high standard because they would compete and win championships within the conference, mm -hmm. which I can understand that. But it was weird at the same time, too, because I'll say this. I was decent. At just playing volleyball in gym. Like gym, they put the volleyball net up and say, all right, this is what, this is what we're doing today. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool. All right, I'll play some volleyball. And I was really good at it because just I had the athleticism to keep up with it. I, I would have never been like this huge tall guy that could play volleyball. But the athleticism is what kept me with it. And there was a, and there was a woman. She was the volleyball coach. She was one of the assistant or she was the health teacher. And she asked a couple guys if they would want to stay after today and practice against the girls' volleyball team. Well, I couldn't because, of course, I played soccer at the time, and they we had practice, and we all did, we did stuff the same day that volleyball did because we would go on during the same time. But it was one of those things where I 
I had the idea then. I was like, well, why is there not a men's volleyball league? To me, that would be just as intense as a women's volleyball game. And I'm not taking anything away from the women or the ladies or the girls that play it. I'm not. I'm just saying, for as competitive as men can get playing church softball, you mean to tell me they wouldn't get just as competitive in high school playing volleyball? High school men's softball, high school volleyball, high school. I, the, the, I tell you, the, why don't we have kickball teams? I don't know. That's a great question too. Uh, the fun, the one well, of the funnest games I ever played was handball. Handball is fun. I loved handball. Um, and, and I think that's that should be. Why I'm looking here, looking at high school. You've got football, baseball, and wrestling. No, wrestling's men and women. Right? Yeah. So you got baseball and football as the two men's only for the most part, and then softball. I guess volleyball. Are you can consider. I, I would consider. Swimming has men's too. I would say I would consider volleyball the only one with women's because I feel like. You I feel like make, most. Make it even. I was gonna say I would feel like most high volleyball. schools. I would feel like most high schools don't have a men's volleyball team. I would just go out on a limb and say most high schools probably do not have a men's what, volleyball team. What's good about about that program, the Title Nine, is that it gets girls playing. What's bad is, Hunter, you don't have as many girl athletes as men athletes. So if you're not, if you're doing the same number of teams, you know, you're spreading out the talent across the board. Not a lot of schools have this one either. Lacrosse. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of schools have there, lacrosse. There's lacrosse no, is on the rise, but not a lot of schools have it. It's almost non-existent in the West. I'll tell you where they are playing it. They're playing it up in the mountains. They, I think they probably have them in some of the Charlotte schools, too. The ones that have the AstroTurf fields are, are the ones that are, that are having it. Mm -hmm. uh, they, I used to sell some lacrosse equipment up in, up in Boone, and I'm like, I don't even know what you guys are looking at here. So right. <laughs> you, know, you know more than I do. You do. I can tell you the price. Yes, I can tell you the price. We might can haggle a little bit, but other than that, you know what it is. Because the only reason why I said there's none around here is Denver, the Denver area. They had like it was almost like a travel lacrosse team, yeah. but it was one of those things where it would pull from the multiple high schools around the area, and they would just have the kids that wanted to play on that team. There was no oh I have travel ball in the afternoon, but I've got high school practice today yeah. because. I don't think East, I don't think North, I'm just thinking those in the Lincoln County, Lincoln County area and Catawba County area, I don't think any of us have a lacrosse team. No. None of us. And it's strange because you literally can play lacrosse if you do have just still a grass field. You can play it on a soccer field, on a football field. You can play it on those fields. I guess it would just come down to the schools possibly just don't think they'd have enough kids turn up for it. A lot of money in lacrosse too. With the, the, the equipment, the equipment, the yeah, sticks. That's and right. That's very true. You got true. helmets. Mm -hmm. You got sticks. You got jerseys. Yeah, that that would almost be like how do I put this? Because it's not the equivalent, but it's like, and I'm not saying it's, I don't mean it's a bad way, but it's like a poor man's football when it comes to equipment wise, what you have to buy: right. helmets, sometimes shoulder pads of some sort, obviously the sticks. Most people are going to have their own sticks. The school's not just going to go out there and pay for maybe 10 to 15 sticks. Uh, so, yeah, I could see how that would be expensive for schools if they don't have just the funds or the interest in it while they would even invest in it. That doesn't surprise me at all. College level invests in it a lot, though. College yeah. invests in it. But, but they can afford to. And yet 
they'll cut a men's soccer program. I don't understand. Is that a um, is that a jab at somebody? No, no. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, it, you look on the importance of the sports. Um, Connor, also as far as on that international competition, you know, uh, how important are 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 they? So you know, you, you want to talk about your lacrosse? Yeah, but is it? Is that even in the Olympics? No. Okay, so <laughs> no. Uh, you know what do you what do you do with that? Um, the track and field stuff is, is weird to me. Did you ever run track and field or anything? No. I thought about running track, but then I was like, eh. Why am I just gonna run? I do that my sport enough. <laughs> That's one of my best sayings. Is, uh, if someone says track and field cross country. Cross country is what you do to warm up for that football. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I, people don't think about it, but what is soccer? A lot of people would agree with me. It is cross country with the ball. That's what it is. I run up and down a field. There's no timeouts. There's no stopping. Even when the ball rolls out of bounds, clock still runs. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of those ordeals. My summer workouts were three miles a day. So, what the, what I look like wanting to get done with running? And go running some more. So East Lincoln has lacrosse. They do have lacrosse. And field hockey. I don't understand field hockey. That's either. the girl game. I know, but I don't the understand. Boys game is lacrosse. Don't they got female lacrosse too? They do. Mm -hmm. So why would you do that? Nah, it's all complicated. It's like, all complicated. Again, you know, you, five football games makes the money to pay for, for all those. All is that, that, is that it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. All that or not sometimes. Maybe at the high school level, but at the college level, I don't know. See, I think at the college level, you, you would need it because you, of the travel. Like if you're at, you know, you're in the Sun Belt and Abs to yeah. Texas for a, for for a cross country match, for a volleyball match. You think about it. think about it. If you're you got to take how many people's on the volleyball court? Six. Let's say you take 10, 12 people on the roster. Then you got to take your trainer, uh, coach. Mm -hmm. Think about it. think about it. If you're, you gotta take how many people on the ball? Six. Let's say you get ten, twelve people on the Did roster. I hit something? So you gotta take your trainer, uh, coach. All of a sudden, I'm hearing. Oh, I don't know. You probably heard it through. It maybe came through this. It was yours. Yeah. When you monitor yeah. there. Okay, I got you. Where is that coming from? Strange. It's been it's been playing the whole time, and we didn't hear anything. And then all of a sudden, there it was. I don't know. Right. All right, well, we're on live on YouTube. Uh, been trying that out a couple of weeks. Um, our Facebook friends, um, we, we've had some issues with with it a few weeks ago. And then what we did was, was just been stay on YouTube. We, we do all of our games through YouTube. Um, they seem to uh, uh, we can we can have a larger audience there. Mm -hmm. uh, is what we can have um, as opposed to our, our local fans on, on Facebook. We appreciate it and, and you sharing, liking, sharing everything uh, on Facebook. It was 61 61 a minute ago, and Denver, Denver scored seven straight and now they're shooting free throws. So I blinked. I literally just saw it tied and turned. I was about to say, dang, it's tied already. And then it, it just turns the other way there for. For for you for Denver and Utah there um yeah uh East Lincoln had lacrosse uh, swimming for both it's track and field only on the men's but I'm sure that's both um, wrestling only on the men's at East I think that's a the wrestling things is not you don't really have a women's team as opposed to individuals 
Yeah, it would probably just be trying to wrestle girls against girls, but I don't know, because it falls down to what are you going to do when you bring the girl that wants to wrestle with you to a wrestling meet and the other team doesn't have a girl. Right. I'm not saying some girls couldn't beat some guys in wrestling. Oh, they can. Definitely. They can. They can. I've seen it happen. But it is just one of those things where it's like, so, so, so what do you do? You, you tell this high school kid, hey, look, I'm going to need you to control yourself right now, but you're getting ready to go and wrestle this morning. I'm trying to think this is what I'm watching on Andre tweeted this punt from Panthers practice. That was a punt? And the dude kicked it. Panthers <laughs> punt. Kicked it straight left off the field and into the bushes. <laughs> I mean, you have to, you have to look really hard to, to see the ball where it just, just the camera's kind of kind of follows it. It doesn't go where the kick return is. I'll just say that. Oh, I mean, it went straight My up God. and left. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do this year. Who the Panthers? Nothing. Yeah, eight and eight. Eight and eight. There's no way. Oh, there's no way. Their 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 defense last year was they go six and ten thirtieth and small, right? Mm -hmm. They improved five points, five points, and they got a better quarterback and better wide receivers. If they if the offense includes about three points, that's an eight point swing. Six and ten, and they won five games last year. That's six good, and it? ten, seven nine eight nine six and ten. Six and ten. If Brady, you know, sprains an ankle, poof, spray. If Brady sprains an ankle, that's a lot of people losing some money at Vegas. <laughs> well, Andre's gonna lose money too. Has he got money? He put money on he's him. A Bucks fan too. Oh, I know he's got it. I know he's a Bucks fan. I'm just saying, has he got money? He put money on this early. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm gonna get her and check on a couple things with uh, you. Oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say. Yeah, it's tied up 68 apiece right now between Utah and Denver. Jamal Murray with the fadeaway shot. Tough shot. Ends up missing it. Rebounded by Utah. I'm not going to sit here and just do a play-by-play -play on it, but that's exactly what it is right now. We are tied up 68 apiece, 448 to go in the third quarter. This is nice that the NBA playoffs is happening right now, and it's, it's crazy that it is, in fact, live and started right around when we were getting ready to start our show. So this is going to run with us all the way probably at least until 4 o'clock. But what I was getting at, though, because it makes sense, Kevin was kind of just picking here. He said, you know, Tampa Bay could be in a problem. If Tom Brady was the roller's ankle, you're right. And guys, teams are already doing camp. They're out here hitting. I don't know exactly how much physical contact they can do due to COVID rules that most teams are probably implementing right now. But they are working out. And this is what people have to worry about right now. It's been so much time since these guys have been able to just get into the work, get in and to the facilities and just work out at this intensity. Because, yeah, you can go ahead and you can do the workouts in the in the off-season. You can do your off-season routines after you give yourself a break once the season is over. But you're asking these guys now with a later start when they can go to OTAs and when they can start camp 
And now there are going to be no preseason games. We're going to be going straight into the season. You're going to have more of this. And, and I know I just kind of played up to it, but Cowboys defensive tackle Jared McCoy is towards ACL. He tore his ACL one-on-one -on -one drill. You know, he was out there just doing his thing, and Pop said he couldn't even put weight on it to get off the field. And they just signed him this season. Three-year contract, got season-ended surgery right now. ACL is torn. But that's one of the things that a lot of these guys, I, I fear, I fear we will see a lot of this within maybe the first few weeks of the season, and I don't—I just don't know. Of course, I'm not a Cowboys fan, so it really doesn't affect me that that happened, but you hate to see it before the season even starts, um, and especially for a team that is already weak on the defensive line anyways. But that just goes back to playing Kevin. I know you'd walk down there. I don't know if you got to hear what I said, though. Was, so teams are reporting to camp now for the NFL. They're getting into drills. I don't really know how much touching and one-on-one -on -one and, and, and hitting they can do right now due to COVID rules. I don't really I don't really know how much they're going to be able to do that. But season is not going to have any preseason games. They're going to be deep diving into the season. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they said four Sundays away from first game of the year this year. I think that I think it is four Sundays away. It's the middle of August. We're supposed to be doing – you know, we're supposed to be doing a jamboree this week. I know. We're supposed to be doing high school football this week, jamboree. College football is probably supposed to start up this coming next weekend. Yeah. And it's just, it's still up in the air. Uh, it's just, it's one of those things where I fear, because this is a later start for them to do camps and to be doing these workouts. Think about it. They've, they've, they've been away from these facilities for so long. Now they got to come in here and basically – go zero to one hundred so fast, it's not going to surprise me and I hate and I would hate to think this that we might be seeing more non contact injuries happen at these camps. I think this is just gonna be the first of what I and I hope it's not. I hope it's not the first of many. But I mean he just signed with Dallas. We'll have a three year contract. He got so Gerald McCoy tears his ACL uh during the first padded the first padded practice of training camp it will undergo season ending surgery so yeah. and actually it looks like they just, it looks like they just said it ruptured his right quadriceps tendon and i don't know though because either way regardless stephen jones came out today in a tweet and has said gerald mccoy is done for the season like it's just and it's and he just got there and so that's what to me i'm worried about what he in carolina last year he didn't do anything yeah yeah I don't know. I'm, he, he might be done. He, he's probably I mean, he's done. been in the league for a hot minute. I mean, it's not to where he couldn't be productive. Like, I don't think he's washed. But injuries like that for someone who's a little bit older in football years really isn't good. Um, but that's one thing that I would really be wary of if I'm these teams and I'm trying to get these guys to go 0 to 100 in an instant. You did get a late start on these camps in – and the season is right around the corner because it looks like they're trying to push this to get started as quickly as possible. And if I was the NFL, I, I wouldn't mess around and wait around either. I think that would be the best possible thing. But 
these players' bodies might not just be ready for this. Because think about it. What I had said was a lot of these guys, yeah, they have off-season programs. That they probably do. When the season's over, they're going to give themselves maybe a month or two to relax. They're going to have their their off-season. September 10th, first game. Yes, I'm saying. We're only a few few weekends away. It's, it's weird, but I don't know about these off-season programs at these – because if you think about it, how much work have they really been able to do? This offseason, most people have been told to stay at home. Tackling's going to be horrible. Oh, it's going to be bad. Hey, it's going to be bad. But I fear the injuries the are going to happen. They put the logos in here. We got Washington's in here. The Do they? It's a red yellow. Yeah. I mean, no, a red, a red yellow. W. A yellow W. A yellow W. I was about to say, yeah, it's Washington football it's team. Yeah. Y'all almost look like the, the Rams down there. Do you know what we look? Do you know what we look like? Seriously, because of how we're doing our helmets, Alabama. Yeah. And who do we have a lot of players from? Alabama, especially on the defensive side of the ball. The worst color in the world. Denver's losing. Like they were up eight. Like every every time I turn away from the TV, something completely different happens. Some team goes on a ten over. Like I walk literally walk down the hall. They're up eight. Now they're down five. Look at that. Jokic throws a hook shot with his left over, hand. Lefty over Gobert. <laughs> and he looks so unathletic when he does it, too. He looks so – he looks goofy, but he is Utah can't damn good. No, I don't think they can either. But, so, that was just how I was feeling, my initial thoughts, because that was one of the first – I'm not going to say star, but he was one of the big-name players' first day in pads, and he gets injured. I think that's something that – might be pres a precedent to watch for maybe the first two weeks because what do, what do people usually say? Oh, they hate the preseason games because people get hurt. Well, there are no more preseason games right now, so it's just going to happen. Pro these injuries are just going to happen the first two weeks of football anyways. It's going to make up for the four preseason games that you're not getting. Just this time they're getting game checks. Okay, I guess that makes the injury that much better. Whatever. <laughs> I guess. What You went out there, got hurt. Okay, it is what it is. So that's I feel like that's gonna be something that NFL fans and if you're betters and you're wanting to make bets because the only reason I brought that up is because you made a good point. You know what if Tom Brady was gonna go out there and just turn an angle? You never know. And with Gerald McCoy, that no de that defensive that defensive line is already weak for Dallas, so that really hurts them. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to see it happen. Like I said, I never want to see players get hurt because if I want my team to beat you, I want I don't want there to be an excuse. I don't want someone to be like, oh, well, such and such wasn't playing. That's why y'all got lucky. That's all I heard about when North Carolina beat Duke and they didn't have Zion on the court. Oh, Zion wasn't playing. I was like, okay. Well, I mean, we still beat you. All right. Regardless. Regardless. I feel like that's something that we could see. We could see a lot of injuries because you're asking these players who didn't really get to do much hitting, it seems. What? They're only going to have four weeks and then it's like right into game speed. Yeah. There is yeah. no there is no cupcake warm up games. There are no there are no games where you get to go out there and the other team is going to be playing you know base defenses just Tackling's, to get everybody warmed up. Tackling is already bad when you're out there um, because they, they, they keep taking more and more contact things away. Again, if you're if you're a million dollars, if you're if you're a, if you're a role player hunter, mm -hmm. how football is a sport, man. When you're out there, if you're not putting your body and going full speed on the line, you're going to get hurt yourself. You understand what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you can just 
you can't just go out there and, and relax on this planet. No. No, because that's one of the things, too. If you go out there and you don't and you don't go as hard as the other guys going, then you're going to get hurt. Mm. Football is one of those games where you can't go out there and relax. And so and that's what's kind of relax. So it's weird about that about the pro ball. It's just how do you play that? Some guys really want to try. Some guys are just like, look, look, I don't know what you're doing right now, but you better simmer round down. Here football, you know, here, we're, around football. here, around here, we're just getting a game check. All they, right. It, it, they might as well make that game flag football and go to the line and stuff for fun. Yeah, that's fine. And then the other thing that I wanted to bring up, football-wise, and see who's back. Denver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Denver one, is yeah. up one. Yeah. You're over here watching the basketball. Tell game. Dez. No. Well, Dez, Dez is getting. Right. A, Might be bad. Dez is getting a workout with the Ravens. No. I'm talking about the one that you said if he wants to play, let him play. You see, he's back off. Your quarterback. He's not. He's one of our quarterbacks. He's, he's not. Quarterback. He's not our starting quarterback. Why would you not want him to be? No. <laughs> so Alex Smith is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I will say this: that's a mad is miraculous. The fact that he was able to do that is a miracle, because he could have died because of sepsis, and he had 19 surgeries. I think it was it's either between 17 and 19 surgeries on that one leg, and he's back. He partook in practice yesterday. I don't know how it went. Uh, of course, they don't just put out all the videos, and they don't just let you tune in and watch. I think that would be smart for teams to do that, let you just tune in and kind of watch. But then again, competitors, Patriots, will be like, oh, we'll tune in and watch your practice, too. Don't worry. All right. Don't worry. But he's back, and to me, I think the best role for Alex Smith would to be, okay, go out there and compete. Compete like you want the job, but that's just to push Dwayne. That's just to push Dwayne Haskins. Who's made more Pro Bowls, Alex Smith or Camden? Alex Smith. Same. Wait, wait, two. Three. Three? Cam's, Cam made the Pro Bowls in his three winning seasons. <laughs> Didn't any of them. Alex Smith has made three Pro Bowls. His record hunter. It's a winning record. 94 and 66. He's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's 10 win seasons every year. Yeah, basically. Nine and six. Just one more game. Whether it's going to be ten or nine, ten and six or nine and seven. Um, looking at his his stats, across, he's he's thirty six. Um, let's see. Last four seasons he started. He started one, two, three, four, five straight seasons of. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't thrown. Double-digit interceptions, Connor, since 2010. He's not a, a risk-taker. He risk has taker. not thrown double-digit interceptions, again, since 2010. He's not a risk-taker. It's been a decade since Alex Smith threw double-digit interceptions. That's amazing. Uh, last, uh, in 2017, we played 15 games. Uh, he had 26 touchdowns, five picks, and 4,000 yards for your camp for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. For the Redskins, in 10 games, he was 6-4, and four, with 10 touchdowns and five picks through 10 games. Well, like you said, not a risk taker, but again... He is the epitome of a game 60, manager. 67, 67, 65, 65%. And all that game management has got you the same number of of, of uh, <laughs> Pro Bowls as, as Cam. Cam, you call him a game manager. 
people, not just you, people calling the game ends and they call Cam mm -hmm. and one of the greatest towns we've ever seen. Right. Three four So who's got a better winning percentage? The percentage, it's it's probably Alex Smith. Oh yeah. But, uh, Cam's still got a winning record. Barely. He just don't have winning seasons. It's it's the it's either he's only got three winning seasons, but those they have 11, 12, 15 wins in the, in the season, so uh, he wasn't winning yet in the nine seven. Um, Alex Smith uh, in the playoffs is two and five. Cam's three and four. Um, so uh, he beat whew, New Orleans. I guess it's Drew Brees in 2011. Uh, lost to Peyton Manning, 45 to 44. And then they got beat by Marcus Mariota and the Titans. <laughs> that was his last appearance in the playoffs. Who's? Peyton's? Alex Smith. No, that's you, you're you're on a different year, sir. That was 2014. Uh, the one I just said was 2014. No, I know. I'm talking about the last time Alex Smith was in the playoffs. Yeah, he lost by one to Tennessee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He lost to Mariota and the Titans. But that was three years before that. I'm so so down the list. He beat the Texans thirty to nothing. That's probably a Matt Schaub Texans team. <laughs> lost to New England by a touchdown. Lost to Ben Roethlisberger. So here's who Alex Smith has lost to in the playoffs. Eli Manning mm -hmm. by three. Peyton Manning by one. Or is thirteen Andrew Luck? No, I think that was still. Um, was it? Because what? Fifteen? Because wait, wait. So 2015 was Peyton's last year because he won the Super Bowl, and that's when they played. It was Luck. It was Andy or oh Andrew. He he lost to Eli by three, lost to Luck by one, lost to Brady by a touchdown, and lost to Roethlisberger by twelve. So in Alex Smith's losses, it got worse every time. Look, two Super Bowls, none from Andrew Luck, six from Brady. That's eight Super Bowls, and two from Roethlisberger. He lost to ten Super Bowl champions in his playoff. Ten times Super Bowl champions. He lost by one point to Marcus Mariota and one point to Andrew Luck. His other losses. So his three losses were the, the Super Bowl champions of the past fifteen years. And then he lost by one point to Andrew Luck and one point to Mariota and the Titans last year. Well, two years ago. <laughs> That's why. Uh, I don't know. All right. Y'all know why you would want Cam's uh, 68-55. Um, Alex Smith overall, what was it, 90-something, 66, 94-66. So Cam, to tie Alex Smith... Needs to go 26 and 11 in his next 37 starts. I don't think he can do that. Only losing 11 games. Cam Newton in his next 37 starts needs to go 26 and 11 to tie Alex Smith. He can only he can only lose five six games in the next two seasons. <laughs> I did see a uh, a number. I did, I did it was on the TV, so I didn't have time to to, to take the picture or write it down. But Dak Prescott has a losing record against winning teams. 
Yes, we know that. An actual losing record. Yes. <laughs> a winning record against yes. everybody else. Right. That's why a lot it's of like us... It's like 10 and 15 yeah. against, against winning teams. That's why a lot of us are like, he doesn't deserve the co the big contract. Does he deserve a contract? Probably. Yeah. That big? No. What Patrick Mahomes did, has done, if he... Listen, I, just think about that. Even if he just doubled what he's done, that would be two Super Bowls in six years and an MVP, and two MVPs. Because he, what he's done so far is an MVP, Super Bowl, and not to mention Super Bowl MVP in his first three seasons. If all you did was double that, two Super Bowls, two MVPs, and two Super Bowl MVPs in only six years? Take it. Oh, shoot. You got to take that in a heartbeat. Against teams with winning records, he has two wins in eight games, huh? Two and six. Against teams with 500 worst records, Prescott has six wins in eight games. Against teams with winning records, okay, that's... This was last year, right? Make, make sure I get this... Make sure you get that correct. Yeah. For his career, Prescott has a... I don't know. But a lot of us can agree he doesn't deserve that Patrick Mahomes. I don't think any quarterback will. Except maybe if Trevor Lawrence comes out and is, in fact, better than Patrick Mahomes. But what I've seen, there's no way. And the reason why is because the Kansas City Chiefs got lucky that they took a chance on Patrick Mahomes, moved up, and drafted him. Nobody in front of them decided to pick him. Where do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to go? Probably Jacksonville. Probably one of these teams that don't have nearly the offensive firepower or the head coach genius that Andy Reid has for the Chiefs. So you could possibly say, pure quarterback-wise, Trevor Lawrence could be better. If you want to talk about situation and quarterback talent, yeah. I don't think anybody else has got a better one than what Patrick Mahomes has. Uh, Dallas last year was one and six in its playoff team. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Horrid. Horrid. It's, it's it's hard to find all the exact stats because every time you type something in, I get like seven different articles about it. Yeah, because they always want to bring in different things. And I don't know. All I can tell you is he's not deserving of a contract. What about this one? What about, what about this story right here? Senior quarterback for LSU, Kerry Vincent Jr., is opting out in 2020 season. Have you heard of that guy before? Yeah. Oh, corner. Cornerback. Not quarterback. Cornerback. The cornerback. Projected starter. I mean, I don't know. You're still playing. Does it say where he's projected to be drafted? No, I haven't does, seen. Does I haven't Caleb Farley was a first-round projection. Was the reason that he was he was not. I have not seen uh, exactly where he has possibly going to go. But shouldn't the teams in the spring be better than teams in the fall? They got six extra months of weightlifting. Yeah, but they're only going to be <laughs> and practice. Compete. They're only going to be competing against themselves and practice. I don't know. It's it's strange because, I mean, you still get to play, but it's not going to be surprising, though, to me because what did he think he was going to be playing for this year? He was probably prepared to play for a national championship. Right. They say you're, but, not, you're not going to play for a national championship. A lot of guys that 
I think a lot of guys that are pros that would have a chance to write home. They're going to go. Uh, and that's why, as of, you know, what was it, Saturday when we still had not heard, or, or as of Saturday, Trevor Lawrence is still planning to play the college football season. And I'm sitting here saying, but why? What an idiot. Exactly, and usually I'm all for kids that want to play. Like if you want to play, it, it's it. not a good quarterback decision. Can I say that? If, well, <laughs> think about this though, because you all, you always bring it up. If you are running back, would you play at all? No. Yeah, like if you had the opportunity to be possibly a first or second round draft pick at a running back, would you even play? If I had an opportunity to play at all in the NFL, I wouldn't play because here's why: the running back position. They give you 200 carries a year mm-hmm. in high school and college. So every time you don't play, you save 200 carries. And think about this, Hunter. The guys that get paid in the NFL, McCaffrey and, and Zeke, they were drafted in the first round, but the teams had to pretty much rip up their contracts after two years and give them and go off the rookie deal. They didn't yeah. play out their contracts. No. Um, so to me, and a lot of guys, Hunter, even if – if you're a running back, mm-hmm. go. Every opportunity. Think about how many times you're, you're, you're playing fantasy football and you, the starter you picked that year got hurt. How many times you picking fantasy football when some guy in your league picks up a third or fourth string guy off the streets and then that dude ends up goes off. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't take like, – like if you're a stud running back, you know, take them high in the draft. Room. What I'm saying is that if, if you can play, if you can – what the jokers say in, in, in the dark nights, don't ever do anything you're good at for free. Mm-hmm. So if you can pay to get paid to run a back, if you can get paid to throw a football, I don't see why, I don't see a reason. Especially this year, you're not playing for the good old you, good old national championship. And, and then another reason, I, 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 one of the team, I think Scott Frost was talking about, and he said that uh, we'll play anybody anywhere, or one of the coaches was talking about, you know, these kids want to play this for the love of the game. And I'm like, no, no, no. I would bet, because the one that got me was when they said they would play without fans and, and because they love the game so much. Right. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. because if you're not one of the stars on the team. That's the only reason you're playing this for the recognition. Yes. If you're not going to the NFL, why are you practicing and playing if not for fans, cheerleaders? Mom and dad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to undersell this, but this really is the most important. If I'm out there playing and I know I'm not going to the NFL or going somewhere else, I'm playing for girls. <laughs> I'm just saying it. Like, I mean, honestly. Oh, you're on the football team? Yes. 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 That's the reason. I am I'm on the football team. Yes. Yes. You think I played football for Ed Vesper and Cheryl to. To win a championship, win a state championship, to fight for the because I love the game. No, it's oh, you're a quarterback. Yes. Oh, hey, I'm Stacy. I'm whatever. Just whatever. I'm just saying. There's other reasons people play football than the love of the game. I see people playing baseball for loving it, but like football is not something you do because you love it. Like you get the hell beat out of you. You're hitting each other. Like, I don't know. Now you gotta love it to be able to make it to that next level. Like, there's gotta be a different mentality about it. Man, but, so but, a lot of guys that don't but I will say this: there's a ton of you, guys that don't love. It's not that you love football; you love what football gives you. Right? You're so good at. What if that's the only thing you can make a million dollars at, Hunter? Do play you, football. Do you, do you play football, and make your millions, or, or do you not? So that, that's a. 
that, for coaches to put all the kids uh, into that, the, the guy that's 85th on the roster isn't there because he loves to, to play football. He can sit in the stands and watch the same thing he's watching. Think about it. You know, the practice players, honey. Mm -hmm. You're not out there wearing that jersey on the sideline. Just to say you're on the team. You're, you're wearing that jersey on the sideline so a girl in the stands will see you on the you're team. You're not playing. I'm trying. You're not dressed. All you're doing is wearing the jersey. Right. If the camera was ever turned on you, right. it was going to be showing you looking up in the stands waving at probably some girl that's like... I'm just saying, there's guys playing for different reasons. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, there might game. there might be guys that do it for the love of the game. At this point, you seriously can look and say, well, that's the only reason that Tom Brady is playing. Because what else does he have? Or what else does he need? Right. Think about it. Say, you could look at Drew Brees, say the th same thing. He's playing, one, because I think he wants to get another championship for his legacy. Uh, but two, at, at his age, 40, I mean, at this point, you're just playing because you love it. But when you initially get into it, you're telling you mean to tell like these rookies and all the guys the college are like they're just playing because they love the game. No, they are playing. They might love it, but it's more of they love what it gives them. Listen, Drew Brees is so accurate, such a good thrower of the football. He's having fun out there, honey. Unless I trust me, when you're throwing the ball and you're on fire and people catch, it's fun. Mm -hmm. And unless you're getting smoked and hit really hard, right. It's it's fun to do that, and they don't they get so protected now. Yeah, I think it, that that's fun. Brady's having fun. He likes he goes grunt. Um, he him and him and they want to prove what they don't have to have Belichick. Yeah, so that's their proof. I think Brady's trying to. I mean, uh, not Brady, but Breeze is trying to solidify himself. Think about Hunter. He, he doesn't have any. Doesn't have. Doesn't MVP. have MVP. One Super Bowl. He's got all the passing records about, and he gets no respect. I'm like, I, I don't know how. Like, people for years, huh, for 25 years, put Dan Marino on these boards. And then for Brees to come in here and beat his, beat his records and win the Super Bowl, I, I, I don't get it. I, I just I just mm -hmm. really don't uh, why he doesn't get that. Uh, but, yeah, the, the plan for fun thing is it's, 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 it's different. I'll say this, too, about this coming NFL season. As Utah still leads. I know. And it's crazy. Utah up 93 to 89. That's, that's, that is that honestly is shocking me. It's not shocking me. Look, he's got zero minutes. <laughs> this isn't hard, Hunter. I'm telling you, they just this isn't hard to figure out. But what is Denver has no business losing one more ball ball play. Is this what I, that's what I'm saying? That's why when I told you, I said they just don't look good. I don't quite understand what's wrong. I don't understand. Like they, it's like they took their foot off the gas pedal. I don't know. They probably they thought it was going to be a cakewalk because Mike Conley wasn't going to be there. Denver, you trying to go five games? You could have swept this. Ingles and Mitchell combined for 50. Oof. But that ain't always going to happen. Well, Donovan's going to get you some. Bear 15. Clarkson, four, uh, 14. They're showing up and That's playing. Seven minutes to play. They're showing up and playing. There's Grant hitting a three. But that was, back, that was a lot better than the finger roll. Look at that. Look at that. Now it's a one-point <laughs> game. Going back to what I was saying, though, football-wise, I'm going to say this, though. This is going to be the worst season for rookies. They're, they're not going to have any time really to adjust to the learning curve at all. Camp just started, and you're four weeks away from the start of the season. You don't even get one preseason game to go out there and see live game. Can you imagine how Tua and Joe Burrow are going to look when they're thrown to the fire? The wide receivers going over the middle and getting smoked is... 
something you might want to prepare look, for. Look at you can prepare for that. Um, Those rookies might are going to leave their receivers out to dry some because the timing might not be there a little bit. We'll see how how many times they get their ass chewed out. Oh, my wife saw a picture or, or a video of Tua walking and said he's hurt. Just because of how he he has a limp almost. It looks like she said what she said what's hurt. I said his hip. She said, yep. I mean, she saw they showed this video of him walking in like she just saw it out of the corner of her eye. She's mm -hmm. like, that guy's hurt. My wife knows nothing about him. Knows nothing about the injury about the injury or injuries in general, other than that dude's walking from him. And and she he, just he walks like, like yeah, it's a hip injury. So they drafted a six foot tall kid with a hip injury, a lefty. You know how you know how football coaches hate lefties. Listen, I I've said from the beginning I think Joe Burrow will have a better career than him. I don't think Joe Burrow will have a better rookie season than him, though. But that's because it comes down to what we say about these quarterbacks all the time. It's where'd you go? Cincinnati was horrible last year. At least Miami has some pieces around to it. At least wide receiver-wise, offensively, they've got some pieces. And even if they really didn't want to, they could play Ryan Fitzpatrick. They bailed off Andy Dalton. So it's Joe. It's it's all Burrow right now. And they have hardly anything for him in Cincinnati. So these, and it's not just me thinking about the rookie quarterbacks, because even then, you know, they've said Tyrod Taylor is going to, Tyrod, let me say that correctly, Tyrod is going to be the one starting in L.A. for the Chargers. So you don't have to worry about Justin Herbert. He's going to sit. Jordan Love's going to be sitting. Uh, Easton's going to be sitting. They're all going to really be sitting except for those two. But think about all the other rest rookies. The one, the one that's going to have the easiest. You think Herbert plays? Probably the ones that are going to have the easiest transition to the NFL running backs. That's right. That's that's going to be the easy one. The wide receivers. One or six and zero with Taylor. They'll put the other kid in there. I think they always do that. And how many teams get five? Yeah, and listen, that's not. It wouldn't be the first time for Taylor. They did that with him and Baker. He played like one one and a half games. Got hurt, and then they replaced him. SEC open weekend schedule just come across. Uh, we're going to do that in a second. I want to finish up the NFL. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is week one, September Ooh. 10th. September 10th, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna, week one of the NFL. We are close. I'm going to have you pick the games. Okay. And then mark down ones right while I'm saying it that you think will have a high ticket price. I want you to guess the four highest games once we go through. High ticket price? Yeah. Are some places allowing fans? All of them are in the NFL. Except for the first ten rows, because I heard the story today. First ten rows at a lot of NFL stadiums will be sponsors. Yeah, that's their time. I don't know the exact rules to separate. Jerry Jones says he plans to have fans and all his games. That don't surprise me at all. That's Jerry. He's got one hundred ten thousand people. You know, too. Uh, wonder if they'll they'll have to keep the uh, roof open. <laughs> a rainy day. I'm saying, like, I'm just wondering if, if that's going to be an NFL rule that you guys with the moves, you got to keep, keep moving. Does Mercedes Benz open? Does, uh, not the Superdome. No, the Superdome is not, not the Superdome. It's still Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Houston does. Atlanta's is a dome, but I don't know if it opens. It's Mercedes Benz, too. I think it does because it's. I, I think it did. I think it does. I don't know. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Tell me which one. Tell me the. Tell me the week one games. Texans at Kansas City open up the season. That's Kansas City, but that will be probably one of the highest uh, ticket prices. Mark it down if you think so. Okay. So. Seahawks in Atlanta. Seahawks in Atlanta. 
taking where is it? Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm taking Seattle. Bro. Russell Wilson doesn't lose on the West Coast. That's on the East. I mean East Coast. Sorry, <laughs> he does. He's got a, he's got a winning record on the East Coast. Uh, the Jets of New Jersey visit the Buffalo Bills of New York. Give me the Bills. You like how I said that? The Bills of New York. The, the, the Jets of New Jersey. Oh yeah. Visit the Bills of New York. Even other than New York Jets. Yeah. Bears at Lions. If you want to scratch your eyes out. Give me the Lions. That's crazy. But I trust Matt Stafford more than Trubisky. Packers at Vikings. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm taking the Vikings, and I think that'll be another one that's going to be like one of the top uh, prices. Where is that at? Write that down. That's going to overtime. It's in Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers always goes to overtime. Okay. <laughs> I did. I write OT. I wrote OT next to it. Dolphins at Patriots. That's going to be the Patriots. Tua versus Nova. all the Patriots who've set up this year. See, that's what's, what's no going to be tough. But is Belichick going to win or is he going to choke? Is he going to no. get that top tier Belichick, and trade up for Lawrence? Belichick will win this game mm -hmm. because where is it? Is it in New England? Yeah. Yeah. They'll lose at Miami, though. Happens all the time. But in New England, I'm still going to take – Cam's going to go out there and show something to prove. So that's just how I think about it. Next. The choker just went behind the back. Dribble, trying to go by somebody. And then the point guard just got the rebound in the football. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Denver's <laughs> up by just one. just went behind the back. <laughs> Denver's up by one on Utah, 98-97. Okay. All right, Hunter. Uh, next pick, Eagles at the Washington Football Club. I'm gonna take. I hate. I hate to say it, but I'm smart, so I'm gonna take the Eagles. You don't even know who your quarterback's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. We don't know who the quarterback is. Speaking of knowing who in the quarterback, Raiders. Did you see what John Gruden said? Yeah. Crazy bastard. If you're Derek Carr, what are you liking about the 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 Marcus Mariota? Who they play in Denver? Oakland opens up with the Vegas Raiders. Oh, I told you about the Las Vegas. Opens up in Charlotte. Ooh, against the Panthers. Well, now that John Gruden's come out and said some shit like this, I'm going to have to take the Panthers. Because I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Vegas. I don't know who's going to be for quarterback. He loves Mariota. All of a sudden, he got a real Woody for him this weekend. But, dang. The, the one who I think is a better quarterback, he's dang. Uh, Carr. Derek Carr, yeah. Yeah. All right. oh, I don't know. Colts at Jaguars. This is the Colts. I love me some mid-shoe mania, but it's the Colts. <laughs> Phillip Rivers is going to throw two picks that game, but... Browns yeah. open up in Baltimore. Holy shit. I'm so sorry, Cleveland. One no, Brownies. Ravens. Ravens. They're taking that to the bank. Hunter, me and you and Danica Patrick... I'll have the same number of playoff wins as Lamar Jackson. You're right. <laughs> just, just think about that. Holy shit. Me, you, Danica, Patrick have the same number of wins and playoff wins as Kurt Bush, Jimmy Johnson, Lamar Jackson, all that. 
All right, uh, let's finish this up. Charters at Bengals. Ooh, that was actually a sick pass. Nobody wasn't ready for it. Uh, uh, well, it comes back down to just what I said about Cincinnati. I mean, outside of Burrow, who I think is going to actually be the stud for them. They don't have any. Tyrod Taylor went on the road in Cincinnati. Yes, I'm going to take the Chargers. You don't want to know what wouldn't surprise me, though? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't surprise me if Herbert makes an appearance in that game. I hear you. How about that's going to be the game we really just get that one. Uh, Cardinals at 49ers. Cards, 49ers. I'm still riding high with San Francisco. I think the 49ers will, will take this victory. Cowboys at Rams on Sunday night. Oof. Oof. Well, here's the thing. Even the Rams last year with a winning record didn't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're only two years removed now from the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're still not bad. Is this a new stadium? Oh, uh, is the new stadium it's finished? Sophie Stadium, Inglewood. I, I think so. I didn't think it was finished yet. But that that's supposed they're supposed to be sharing that with the Chargers. Right. Um... Well, that would make sense because the Chargers are on the road this week. I, yeah, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to take the Rams. Okay. I'm going to take the Rams. Steelers at Giants. Steelers. Oh, God, yeah. Titans at Broncos. Give me Denver over the Titans. And finally, Tampa Bay opens up in Nolens. That is easily going to be one for the money. Is it 50 to 45 in that game? Uh, no, because I don't think New Orleans' defense is that bad. This is going to be the thing. I'm going to pick New Orleans to win this game. It's at New Orleans, correct? Mm -hmm. it's in the dome. And not only that, but that's it's legitimately Tom Brady's first game with the Buccaneers. I don't think it just right. goes smoothly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take New Orleans week one. This think about Brady. Tampa Bay and Brady. He doesn't get a chance. Dude, it's so funny that I literally wrote down Tampa Bay, but you could easily just say Tom Brady. It's more. It's yeah, right. And eh. Tampa Bay. It's Tampa Bay. It's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Brady doesn't get a break in week one in the in the way that he he can't score twenty four points and win this game. No. Like he's got to come out firing in week one. He's which got to which get a no matter what happens is going to get the Bucks and pumped. Right. Just put forty on New Orleans. Win or loss. Yeah. Look how dynamic our offense is. So it's kind of put him in a oh what a move. In a tough position. Denver's taking the lead now. One hundred five to one hundred four. Yeah, we we're wrapping up the show here in just a few minutes, folks. Uh, finishing up the was trying to hold on for this whole game. I thought we was going to be able to. Get it. Hopefully, under the last three minutes, it won't take 35 minutes and it'll take about 15 pops. I think there's a foul there. Denver struggling. I, I was hoping we'd be talking about a 10 point victory by now with, with, with Denver right now, but they've, they've let Utah hang in all day. All right, Hunter, which of those games are the highest ticketed prices games of the week? All right, I've made the notes. The highest ticketed prices for week one. Three of the games, I'll give you hints, mm -hmm. are over $200 a ticket. Okay, well, I've got three teams that I put dollar signs next to. Three right. games. We'll start with the last one, Tampa Bay New Orleans. Yes. Okay. That's number two, $265. Okay. The second one that I have a dollar sign next to is Vikings Packers. 
No. Yeah. They were about sixth. At least they're top ten. They're, they're definitely top ten. Okay. And then the third one I had is the opening game, Kansas City. Houston. Actually, really, Minnesota's fifth. And who? Kansas City. Yeah, Houston 12. Okay. So I had two of them. Two out of the three. Right. So all I have to do is just guess the other one? You got two more that are top. Uh, I said four. Four that are over two hundred dollars. There's another. There's only one more over two hundred. It's, it's the highest priced game. The still highest priced game. You still missed the highest priced one, and then you missed the fourth highest one. You got the fifth highest one with Green Bay, Minnesota, but you still missed the first and the fourth. You got two and three. You need one and four. So the highest ticketed game. It's easy when you look at it and think about it. But you just you just gotta poke out that in your eyes. But I'll give you the fourth one. It was just kind of be a random guess. You'd never get it. Miami and New England. Yeah, we'd we'll never guess that. <laughs> and it's Miami. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's so all I have to do is guess the top the the highest game. What is the highest cost game in week one? Is it gonna be Seattle, Atlanta? No, I don't think about it. Look at the team names. Is it the Cardinals 49ers? Set the Browns Ravens. Who's America's team, man? There's no way it's in Dallas and Ravens. And look where, yeah, and where they're in playing. LA. They, it's at the new stadium. It's the most popular team playing in the second biggest city in the country. $277 a ticket. Or you could go to the Panthers game and get four tickets for the same price. <laughs> Ooh. Four tickets of the Panthers game will be $268. You actually, you will save $11. This dude's already got 45 Yeah, he's going off today, Mitchell. Uh, oh, my word. Hunter, you could buy four Panthers tickets for the same thing as one Cowboys and Rams ticket. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'll save my money. Well, we do got to find out a couple things as far as KTC's involved. Uh, will will. Will we be allowed to do high school games this year? Will, will we be allowed to go to the Hornets and the Panthers games this year? As far as media coverage goes, um, we, we don't have an answer on a lot of them, but will we be able to attend the Roval race in a few weeks? Um, I've got to send out some emails on that. So I'm not 100% sure on, on, on any of that, Hunter. Um, to finish up the show here, and we'll, and we'll talk about this ball game in just a second, uh, SEC opening weekend schedule, Alabama at Missouri. There's your one for drink once. Take that one, you traitor. Florida at Ole Miss. Georgia at Arkansas. Somebody just hit a three to tie. Just under a minute. I didn't, they're not saying who made it. Jamal Murray. Murray hit it? Yeah. He's got 24 on the night. He just got the board. It's just crazy to me how teams, you know, you shoot threes all game, and then it's time to. It's crunch time, and it's time to. It's it's, it's tough to hit those long shots. Oh, that's a long mid range. Look at him, Jamal Murray, with a step back, goes up two. Give him respect. Give him some respect. So they don't. There wasn't a timeout here. So now. Now we're under a minute. So sixty seconds to play. Georgia goes to Arkansas, Kentucky at Auburn, reckon Arkansas, Mississippi State at LSU. Donovan Mitchell just answered, holy crap. He's on fire. He's got 49? Something like that, somewhere in there. Uh, Mississippi State at LSU. Tennessee. That would be a good game. Tennessee at South Carolina. 
and Vanderbilt at Texas. Uh, A&M. How about I say Texas. Jamal. Jokic. Thought about it. He should have took Right back to Jamal. 30 seconds. That's a long two. Oh, it's in and out. Rebound, Joker. And Swatted and fouled by Gobert. 26 and a half seconds left. Send him to the free throw line. So Gobert's arguing about the foul, but I'll tell you Gobert's spot on this. He's taller than Jokic. And if you're going to block somebody's shot from behind you, Tyler, you know, it's it's pretty easy to just reach up and, and block it when they do. He swatted sideways. And, the and refs, he jumped into him. The refs aren't going to allow you to swat sideways and, unless you just clean block and throw it off the backboard. Even Jokic has got 24, but he's only been at the line one time. He's one for one. Pull up the, um, pull up the box score for people at home uh, as we finish the Finish the show here. Uh, Mitchell with 49. Can you do that every game? No. Think about that. No, he can't. He Listen, Damian Lillard is the only one I've seen like consistently average between 30 and 60 points for like a three-game stretch. I just don't know if he'll be able to do it right now. The Joker nails two free throws in the back side of the rim. I'll scroll down and let you see their, uh, their numbers. Jokic and Murray with 26. 13 for Michael Porter Jr. Like, like Hunter to me, Craig, he played 21 minutes, 11 points. Put in the weapon. In 21 in 21 minutes, he'll get you 11 points. And he'll probably block a few shots too and get some rebounds. But, but you want to know what it is, I think, that keeps Bowl Bowl from coming I don't watch right South now. Carolina upstate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you know what probably is keeping Bowl Bowl out? He probably, doesn't, he probably doesn't have. What a lot of rookies, you know, a lot of rookies don't have this either. He probably doesn't have the drive or, like, the fight that they're going to need right now in, in crunch time. Uh, he might. We hadn't played a regular season game other than these games. I know. So I'm saying, he, he, you know, his knees might be shaking, and I'm not just saying it because he's kind of skinny. You know, he might he might just get <laughs> The nerves might get to him. And right now is when you really need your big guy, the guys that are kind of tested to be out there. And it really doesn't help that Denver already is so young anyways. Michael Porter Jr. and Bo Bo are both the rookies. It's just one of them's a little bit more polished than the other. And so, and that's what you're getting. Like, Michael Porter Jr., he didn't take over the game, but what was he got? 13, you said? Porter Jr.'s got 13. Uh, Craig with 11. Millsap with 8. Millsap's one hadn't really been doing much. No. 29 minutes, 18. He's a veteran to me. He's just a veteran. He'll play maybe some hard-nosed defense, but he's, a he's just a veteran. Right. Inbound of Donovan Mitchell bringing it over the line now. He's just going to attack, and I don't yeah. blame him. He just got fouled and got 49. He's in ready to have 51. I don't think he misses. That's what you're supposed to do when you're down to take to the rack, get some, get some contact, maybe get to the free throw line if you don't get a shot. He got all tangled up with him. All tangled up with him. If you're going to send somebody to the line, though, well, this is not the guy. was Denver's part, like, like – Murray's obviously got the hot hand. Get it out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Double teaming. Whatever you got to do, make one of the other guys uh, do something with the basketball. And especially Hunter, when they threw it to him in the backcourt back there, mm -hmm. I don't know two guys that would make him throw it into the front court. And foul a big man. Yeah, make Bear do something. Yeah. Oh, the hell out of him. Now you got a guy that's got 49 and he's 10 <laughs> for 10 on the night from the free throw line. I mean, come on. I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you want this guy? He's already got yeah. a career high. 49 in the playoffs, and he's a career high 
85% free throw shooter, and now he's 10% on the night. Let's just see what happens. Sink's the first one. He's at 50. He's at 50. You can hear some of the crowd, the, however they're... How, however they're... However they're piping, piping that, that in. in. We don't know. They're piping it in, but listen, I'll tell you what, he doesn't hear it. He's got pressure now. 22 yeah. seconds down one free throw. Good. 12 Oof. for 12 from the free throw line today, Donovan Mitchell. 12 for 12. They just inbounded it. Jamal Murray. Shot clock is off, and we are now under 15 seconds. Time for a walk-off play. What's your best play, Hunter? I, I guess they're going to go pick either, and roll with I'm Joker. I'm to say pick and roll with Joker. No, and if he yeah, and if he doesn't, if he's not open, just pull up the three. Oh, he got him up in the air. Hook in off the glass. We're going overtime. overtime. That'll be the end of our show, folks. Gosh. Joker off the glass in overtime. No good. We want to thank everybody for watching and listening today to KTC Broadcasting. Uh, we've had a, a, a good little fun show. Good to see real sports, Hunter. I know. Real sports. Real sports. On KTC, talking about it. Playoff action. We've had NASCAR. We've had golf. Baseball regular season has been kicking up. Listen, WCSL 1590 AM. For Hunter Yancey, I'm Kevin Hastings. We'll see you guys on Wednesday with Zach Mayhew. We'll talk more about all these NBA games. KTC Broadcast.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening.